2: Hello, welcome back to Alyssa Explains It All. I am joined by producer Matt
0: today. Hello, I'm going to say it with confidence. <laughs> that
2: was perfect. I love it. I'm so happy to have everyone back here. I actually just got back from LA um, because we did the Circle Rap Party, and it was so much fun. We had a great time. I got to meet, I think, everyone. I don't. Oh, actually, no. Marvin was not there.
0: Oh, OK
2: people were surprised that he wasn't there and i was surprised that other people were surprised because candidly i didn't finish the season yet it's like a weird thing i like i remember when people came to our wrap party there were a lot of people from previous seasons who were like watching it is really weird after you've done it and so they were like i watched some of it but i didn't watch all of it and now i understand it's just a a strange experience but why is everyone surprised that marvin didn't come
0: i don't know well I, I'm more like, ooh, that's interesting because I'm not oh, sure okay. how far you got into season five, but like Marvin definitely uh became a bit of a controversial character. Ooh. Um, just kind of he he called Raven his queen, but he also was telling another girl that she was his queen and then got caught. Wow. May have led to his direct elimination. And then <gasps> the girl who he was cheating i guess mm. on raven with was a catfish who had no interest in marvin so he, he was very oh taken aback God. in the finale when he stole who it was that he was like sending shirtless photos to uh, well, and stuff um wow. yeah so there's that and then also like he's apparently on the new season of big brother so oh, he may be filming that too like, i'm sure
2: he is yeah that makes so, sense yeah so there's
0: a couple Maybe that's why
2: people were also intrigued because they were like, I wonder if he's filming Big Brother. But yeah, he wasn't there. I was sad I didn't get to meet him. But everyone else, I think, was there. I loved it. It was so much fun. Raven is hysterical. She's so funny and so much fun and like so like vibrant. Like she's just like, she has such like a presence and it's she's great. Oliver was like, it's so funny because. I feel like the way that people are on TV and the way that they are in person, like some people are exactly the same and some people are so different. And I think Oliver is a lot like softer in person than I thought he was going to be. Like, cause he has like... His music and the music videos and like his social presence are like colorful. And like he was obviously very colorful in the way that he was dressing.
0: I would say that's kind of how Frank is, right? Like Frank yeah. on the show is like so loud. And then yeah. when I <laughs> met him when we were recording the first episode of this, he was very like soft spoken. And yeah. Did you get to meet Paris? That's that's the I yes. mean I'm glad you got to meet Raven, but Paris
2: uh, Paris is phenomenal. He was <laughs> so sweet and like came up to me and John and he was like, I am obsessed with this. <laughs> I love you guys I can't wait to meet you and He's he's so great But yeah like everyone was there What was funny is I didn't get to take a picture with Oh Xanthi was was like Kind of buzzing around the room So like I saw her and like we chatted for a little while And then like I lost her I don't know where yes. she went um, And then And then Sam I had like a, a super quick conversation with Sam Because I was like Like I had said hi to her and then I saw her again later And I was like I'm just like so happy for you. She's the first female presenting person to win the Circle in the U.S., which is really? crazy. Yeah, wow. like Delisa won season two, but she was presenting as a man. She was catfishing as as Trevor.
0: Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
2: Yeah, so it was interesting because that was one of the first things she said to me. She was like, uh "I was like, I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited for you. Like, I you're such a great like winner. Like, I'm just so proud of you." And she's from Brooklyn. Like, I like she's just
0: and she did it being 100% herself. Yes, like you know what yes. I mean like there's there's certain things where it's like you can tell who's being authentic in that show and even if they're playing as themselves they're playing up a character sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sam is talking to the camera the exact same way she would talk to yes. her family or her friends.
2: Mm-hmm. Like 100%. When I saw her later she she was like thank you so much and she was like getting sort of emotional and then she was like she's like i'm so sorry i'm so happy to meet you but I, i'm just gonna go over in the corner for a little bit and hide with my girlfriend and i was like you do that it's totally yeah. fine it was just like a lot and so she like took a, like a good like 10 15 minutes and just like sat in the corner decompressed for a little while so that was cool also honorable tom i love him i, lo- <laughs> I, love I, tom.
0: I he was <laughs> without a doubt on a on a season that i felt very kind of middle of the road about i didn't mm-hmm. i didn't hate it i didn't love it mm-hmm. but tom was like the shining light mm-hmm. in every episode that he was in because he was just this like from again i'm ex- i'm saying this as if i know anything about tom outside of the like eight episodes yeah. that i watched with him but like tom just to me radiates this like genuine kindness mm-hmm. in like every meaning of the word So it was just like every time that he was on screen, I just had a big, stupid smile on my face. I was like, I just love this man.
2: Yeah, he's (laughs) great. He's so, so nice, like so kind. I loved meeting him. I was sad he was only there for one, literally one day. He flew in, I think, earlier that day and was leaving the following day to go back to England. I was like, you're crazy. Back
0: to a castle. Yes, (laughs) to a castle
2: where the crown jewels are held. Let us not forget. Of course, Shubham (laughs) was there. And of course, the minute I said hi to him, he went, We're doing shots. And I was like, We're not. We're not doing (laughs) shots.
0: Look, I'm going to selfishly ask a question.
2: Yes. Did
0: anyone mention the podcast while you were out there? No. Okay. No,
2: and that's okay. In that case, I could talk all this shit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> they are not listening anyway. Yeah, tell us how
0: you really feel.
2: <laughs> um, no, everyone was so great. this It's so funny because last season, like, obviously it was my own season, and, it like, the whole rap party felt really chaotic. And this one felt way
0: more calm. But Do you think that that's the difference between when the, like when you're at someone else's birthday party versus yeah. when you're at your birthday party right.
2: so that's what i initially thought i was like oh because yeah. like no one cares to meet me right now which is totally fine then i there are like a, a couple of like a handful of my friends who live in la who came to my rap party and then i invited them to this one too and they were like this is way more chill than last time and i was like it is like the energy of this whole season is so positive and so chill like yeah and it's weird because I didn't think that like our ours season... wasn't really. I mean, yeah, look, you know what, though? We all we're know always... my feelings
0: on Nathan. Nathan was this agent of chaos. But outside of that, your, <laughs> you're so your season great. Was... I love Alex, <laughs> but,
2: but you want to know what I think it was? There were a lot of people from a lot of random shows, and it was just like a lot of reality TV show energy in the room for my gotcha. party. And there wasn't really that many this time around from other shows. There were like other people from Circle
0: Seasons. Well, John was running but, yeah. around making content. He made sure that he that was. was happening.
2: If if there's one thing that John is going to do, it's make content always. <laughs> I literally, he was here over the weekend and I stepped out of the shower and he was filming a video. And I was like, well, it's a good thing that I, I keep a towel on because Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. So funny. All right. Well, who do we have on today? I believe it's a former boss of yours.
2: Yes, we have Miss Tara Yummy. I uh actually started as her assistant like way back when when I lived in LA. We just ended up becoming very fast friends. She makes hilarious YouTube videos. She's grown all of her platforms to be absolutely massive. And she's like one of the sweetest, most considerate people. She also has a very public relationship with another content creator, um, Jake Webber, if you're familiar. But she's done a really amazing job of differentiating her herself in the space. She's like the queen of Gen Z. So please welcome Tara. Yummy.
0: Well, wait, hold on a second. Oh, isn't there also an opportunity where people can oh. meet not just Tara, but you and John in the very near future? Yes.
2: <laughs> So Tara's actually going on tour. She's on tour right now as we're recording this. And John and I are joining her on tour March 4th, and we will be in Brooklyn. John is gonna do a stand-up set. I'm gonna play a bunch of games and tell some stories, and it's just gonna be the best time. I'm so excited. It's gonna be like a little mini party. So if you all are in the New York and or Brooklyn area, please come down. It's gonna be a great time. Tara, yummy. Hi, Alyssa. Welcome to the pod. I'm so happy to have you on here. This is like the weirdest experience ever because you've seen me go from like actually the brokest bitch ever alive and like mentally distressed to now you're on my podcast. I know it's crazy. It's really crazy. How are you today? I'm alive and breathing and that's all that matters. How are you today? Is that the most that we can ask for today?
1: I think that's the most I can give you.
2: Okay. I'll take it. I'm good. Um, It's the Wednesday. We're filming this the Wednesday before Christmas. And so it just feels like everything is really busy. Yeah, um, I have not I don't think I've wrapped like half of my gifts. And I actually I'm shipping you something silly. So no, you're not. You'll have to look forward to that. It's like really silly. I promise you'll love it. I'm excited. <laughs> Tara and I know each other because when I first moved to LA, I was looking for jobs doing like assistant stuff. And I can't even like really remember how we got in touch it was like somehow through jordan i I really like don't know and yeah yeah, and um and i interviewed for the job and and got it and we just like honestly had the best time together and like i think the first day that we worked together we went on a video shoot for your boyfriend jake and it was the longest day ever and i think it was the first time that um, I picked up on your hunger cues, which is just fury. <laughs>
1: I don't even realize I
2: get hangry. Yeah, yeah. You,
1: you also, did. you're the best assistant that ever lived. Oh my God. Like no one else can ever replace you ever.
2: Oh, thank you so I've tried.
1: much. I've I tried.
2: <laughs> I mean, but we also, I think what made our like working relationship so fun is that we were like really like we really got along and we're friends on top of it. And that doesn't always work that well, but it worked yeah. really well for us. And like, I always felt like we had like sister vibes. No, totally. So yeah, so I'm really happy to have you on here because we have such like a fun relationship and yeah. you have like, you're like legitimately one of the top five most interesting people I know.
1: Really? Yes. You are more interesting people girl. Cause I'm not that interesting.
2: <laughs> you are super interesting. You're 22 and you have like half a million followers on Instagram. And it's because you have this YouTube career that's booming. Like you are by far the most successful 22 year old that I know personally. Ugh, stop telling my parents that. <laughs> you know, I. you know, I will. I love your parents. What does it feel like? Because I mean, you went to regular high school. Yeah. And you were around like, you know, people who I'm sure are working like or going to college or trying to be like accountants or whatever? Like, how does it feel to be the person who just decided that that was not going to be your path? And like, you're actually doing it? Um, It feels weird,
1: definitely, because I feel like I've been doing this since high school. I kept telling people that I was going to do it. And people Mm -hmm. would like, giggle at me. Like, what are you gonna do? You know, be like, yeah, follow your dreams. Like, no, they were like, go to community college, because that's what you're good for.
2: Oh, my God. it definitely feels
1: weird. Also, I'm not the only one from my high school because I did go to school in LA. Yeah. So there are people like even um, a good friend of mine, her name is Zoe Fish. She's a year younger than me. She's like huge on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And like, she also was one, I mean, I guess, I think I'm the only one in my grade, but there are other people from my high school that like are on social media, but it, it does feel good. I mean, it feels yeah. good to know that me just saying it over and over again
2: worked. Yeah. 100%. yeah. You literally manifested the shit out of it, but you also put it like a ton of work into it. Like in the time that like I got to know you in the beginning, especially, it was really cool to see like the amount of like, I think I said this to you like a million times. People don't give content creators enough credit because if it was just about putting the hours in everybody would have a million followers. It's not, it's not all about that. It absolutely is the hours. And I saw you put in those hours, but it also like, there were so many times where we'd be doing like a vlog or something for that week's video. And like, I remember telling you, like, it's a kind of amazing that you know what to film and like what people want to see and like what people might not want to see. Like you have such a like talent for picking out like what people are interested in, like, you know, your audience well enough to know like this is what they would think is funny. Yeah, Um, I feel like that
1: means a lot because recently I've been kind of like blanking. And today I'm filming a video and this makes me feel really good about it. So thanks.
2: Good. Wait, can you tell us what the video is?
1: I'm filming turning myself into Wednesday Adams.
2: Oh, yes. I'm so excited. I'm going to go sit on like Santa's
1: lap. Like
2: (laughs) That's a perfect, that's like kind of your vibe already. So I appreciate that. I'm Um, really excited. I sent John, like, as I was watching it, I asked John, I was like, these these like shots of Wednesday walking into like all these rooms where everyone's wearing colorful things. I was like, is this what it looks like when I go places? And he was like, Yeah, yeah. you're always in all black. Absolutely. I'm wearing yeah. a, a white sweatshirt today. We're and both I wearing are... white. Actually, no, this I'm wearing is very... my Elvis Presley shirt. This is very unlike I mean, Elvis Presley is very like you, but yeah. um, but the white is very feels very. Unlike I know. Us. Who are we? I are we in know. the Chris? Is this
1: us in the Christmas spirit? <gasps>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wears not a color, but, but white, white. Oh, perhaps all of the colors, right? You know, perhaps, yeah. So you went to, you had like a really interesting experience because you grew up in LA. So like, it's kind of, I guess, being in this area breeds a different kind of person, but even like I
1: definitely breeds another, like it breeds a really weird species. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, she,
2: right. That sounds like peachy. Stop not today. (laughs) Not today. Yeah. So I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense that you you have you were exposed to a little bit more. Yeah. What was your like, growth like because you've been doing this since high school. And then it almost felt like you like struck a chord with your audience. And then all of a sudden you were like hanging out with JC Kalen. and like, (laughs) like, like, you know, like it went from like this to this, I think from like really
1: fast. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. How did you finesse this?
1: <laughs> I don't know. So here's what happened. Basically, after high school, I started uploading videos and they weren't doing good. They were getting like a thousand views, which is like that's like a that's like a fourth of my high school. So it's mm-hmm. like good, yeah. but not what I wanted, right. right? So I I just kept doing it and doing it and like I would hear like I had a lot of friends, but mm-hmm. I would hear snarky comments from behind my back mostly. Like no one would ever bully me to my face but mostly they would just be like behind my back. Like, she looks so stupid. This is so cringy. Mm -hmm. And um, I took them down. I was like, I was like, this is not it. Like I, I'm embarrassed. I was going to Santa Monica community college. Mm -hmm. And I, as I was in community college, I saw all my friends like in university partying. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love the most. I was like, Damn, that's what I'm missing out on. Like fuck, why couldn't I have like cared a little bit more in high school? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, no, fuck that. I'm going to find my own LA parties. So slowly but surely, I started finding people to go to parties with, mm-hmm. and those parties just kept getting like filled with like cooler and cooler people, and I just kept going to these parties and becoming friends with people and just being nice and mm-hmm. I ended up in like one of David's vlogs without even trying, like I wasn't an ask and ask for help. I didn't tell them what I wanted to do. I just, I just kind of like looked back and like listened and watched and I didn't ask to be in anyone's video. I just learned, and this, is like David, I just learned. this is David. This is David Yeah.
2: That's like, I have like some thoughts on like who he is as a person, but in terms of like blowing up in the space, like that's a huge, huge person to like be anywhere near, to be associated with.
1: No, yeah. And he was really sweet. And I just I just kept being around these people and being around them, I just learned so much. And then when I met my boyfriend, he was like, you need to start uploading again. Like, why would you stop uploading? And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think mm-hmm. it's mostly because I got made fun of him. He's like, they can't make fun of you if you're getting views.
2: That's true. And I was
1: like, okay. So he kind of taught me the ropes behind the scenes and then I ended up doing it. And then I just kept going to parties and just being nice to people and learning from different people and that's it.
2: Yeah, that yeah. mean, you have such like a magnetic personality too. Like, I don't know anybody who meets you and isn't like really in love with you right away. I feel and like they either love me or hate me. I don't know anybody <laughs> who's met you and hated you legitimately. Oh, like, I have. <laughs> do they tell you? No, but I hear. Oh, okay. I, I just can't imagine somebody like for what? Like, what would they hate you for?
1: Jealousy, jealousy.
2: Exactly. I don't know. I, don't know.
1: I honestly don't know. I try to be as nice as possible but some people are just bitter, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I I would assume it's jealousy more than anything, but you also have like um, a really strong sense of like yourself and your style. Like I always look at the way that you dress yourself and I'm like, I think this is like who I wanted to be when I was in my early 20s and like was too shy to do it. So like I live vicariously through your ability to like just look cool as shit always. Aw,
1: thanks, (laughs) I try to look cool. You don't. I don't don't think I'm as cool as I look.
2: No, uh, I would say like you're you're dorkier than you look for sure.
1: But like only you know that like no one knows that. (laughs) So let's keep it under wraps.
2: (laughs) I would say like, what was it that someone was asking like what you were like, what the difference of like your personality was from your YouTube videos like who you are like publicly and who you are privately and I think I said that you were just like crazier. In real life, yeah, in real
1: life, not on YouTube. I know it's funny. People, people think I'm like less chaotic in real life, but I feel like in real life it gets worse. It's (laughs) there's room, there's room for growth to be more chaotic on the internet for sure.
2: I'm just embarrassed. (laughs) But but like I feel like it's so funny because you you're like you're so like this sounds like bad, but I don't mean it to be like you're so like shameless with the things that like you share with people that like you do more than what than most people would do yeah yeah um the video where your instagram got taken down or like it got banned for a period of time like i said it before i will say it again if you ever wondered like what what Tara is like in real life. It's closest to that. That video
1: <laughs> so that is funny. so funny because that video did not do well.
2: I I cannot believe that because it cracked me up. I just think people like I, I think laugh. people didn't give it a chance. Yeah, people did not give it a chance. It's like five minutes long and like worth yeah. every, every second of it. I was dying laughing because I like for
1: sure was wrong. losing my shit. And that's <laughs> not even when I didn't have my Instagram for 12 days. That was like three days in.
2: Yeah, that was so could you imagine how
1: I was like on the 12th day?
2: a disaster. i was in
1: i was in london for i was in like like europe area for the first time ever in my life mm-hmm. with no instagram yeah could you imagine how i was acting feral terrible absolutely
2: i was, I was the most feral. terrible
1: human to be around
2: <laughs> well you're you are a uh, gen z so you grew up with this stuff even longer than than most of us did. And it's like, it's interesting, because like, I can see the moments where there are moments where you you do and say things where I'm like, Oh, yeah, like, she definitely is younger than me. Like, I'll never forget the first time you did a TikTok in front of me. And you just like put your cat your phone down and just like shot like two in a row. And at that time, I was like, I need three to five business days to emotionally prepare to, to do a TikTok. <laughs> I was so like, funny. you just like threw your phone down and just did them. And I was like, and I think now I sort of like I get it more, but it just comes so easily to you. I can't imagine the absolute heartbreak and mental distress of not having an Instagram for twelve days.
1: Oh, it was terrible.
2: Yeah. But you I like also growing up. <laughs> <laughs> you also come from a pretty um like strict background though. Like your parents are both from Iran and you like you're really close with your family like it as much as you contrary have this, to belief. Yes. Like yeah. as much as you have this like sort of LA party girl like almost like Paris and Nicole like vibe. That's the vibes. Thank you. Thank that's you. It's the vibes for sure. It, it's the vibes. You are so respectful of your parents. And Stop outing me. <laughs> I'm it's just kidding. so true. It's true. Um, and they're like lovely people. But what was it like when you started to like film all of this stuff and like you decided this was going to be your career and you had to be like, guys, like this is a thing. And this yeah. is my life now because this was not necessarily like what they imagined.
1: For yeah, you. no. Um, so I think it's partially their fault um because they sent me like acting school growing up and like musical theater stuff like Mm -hmm. Persian musical theater camps and like it's like they're like I just I've always liked theater and like acting and like the arts so I think it's partially their fault for sure and they knew it was coming because as a kid I grew up watching so much YouTube and I would film videos and upload them like fake tutorials like I did not (laughs) know what I was doing so they've always known I wanted to do this and I would always say it but they were like yeah okay okay So when i did turn 18 and i was partying so much i said dad give me one month with no curfew i will come back a youtuber and he's like okay whatever so i did it and i i i i got that one month with no curfew and at the time can you believe i was 18 18 year old with a curfew i mean whatever to each their own but (laughs) i did have a curfew so i was like one like literally like one month just give it to me. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of did it. And I think they were kind of surprised, but also not surprised because when I want something really bad, I will do it. Mm-hmm. Like when I set my mind to something, I will get it eventually. Like I, I do not take no for an answer when it comes to like my dreams. Mm-hmm. I think they were shocked, but also at the same time, like my grandma, she says, yeah, she's like, I expected this. I expected you to do something <laughs> like this because uh, it's like, I, can you imagine me as a nine to five? Literally no. Literally, no. no. Like, if I wasn't doing this, I would love to be like somewhere in the fashion industry or something. But realistically, I was going to school to be an art teacher or a theater teacher, which is, I guess, not a nine to five. It's more of like a seven to three. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's still, it's still social, you know? Mm -hmm. So I guess they were just really surprised that like it happened, but not shocked that I wanted it.
2: Yeah. 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 That makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, they're really supportive of you now. I feel like they, well, they're supportive. I'm still in school. That's yeah. Why. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. think they're supportive to the degree in which they understand the impact of what's going on. Because like, I think some of it is sort of funny, because even like for my parents, they don't really understand like, what success on like social media or success on the internet, like looks like really, and you've struck like insane success in a very short period of time. So I'm sure some of it's even like, not really within the realm of their like full
1: understanding. I I honest to God feel like they didn't believe me until I think it was like a few months ago, I was getting my booster shot for COVID. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there with my mom because I'm frightened of needles. Like And like, even though I have tattoos and piercings, I, I, I can't, I don't like medical needles.
2: Yeah, I agree. And like things I'm going into
1: my body. And so I was sitting there like with tears in my eyes at the CVS, like at this pharmacy. <laughs> and I'm like sitting there like, Crying like I don't want to get the shot. My mom's holding my hand, and this guy is about to give me my shot, and he's like literally like stab, like not like like so aggressive with it. And as he stabs, some girl comes up to me and she goes, "Like you look like Tara Yummy," and like a single tear falls down. I'm like, (gasps) I'm like, I I am am Tara (laughs) Yummy. Like literally sitting there holding my mommy's hand, getting your shot. I'm like, I am Tara Yummy.
0: And my mom was like, Oh my god,
1: yeah. In the three years I've been doing this, sure I get recognized in public and stuff but it's never been with my mom. Mm-hmm. And so I think she was like, wait a second.
2: Yeah, like, this, this is, is a pharmacy
1: like yeah. how?" So I think it was then when she was like, Oh, wait, this is real. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. I had a moment like that too. Because um, like in New York, especially I don't get recognized very much. There's like just so many people like there are celebrities that move here so that they could like disappear basically. And I realized how true that was when john and I were in Nashville and in Alabama, and we got stopped literally everywhere. Like I could not believe it. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. But I went to this art installation in the city and I went with my family and the security guard at this place um was like, "Hey, come here. Come here." And I thought I was getting in trouble. I was like, "Oh my god. Like what am I doing? It's a security guard." And she went, "Was you on the circle?" And I was like, <laughs> yeah, "I was." Yeah. And we like took a picture and everything and it was the first time my parents ever saw that and that was like surreal like yeah. so weird um, so weird yeah it's a really interesting interesting experience so your parents being a little bit more traditional being a little more strict what was it like dating in a house like that i feel like they were they trust you a lot they don't they didn't
1: care about boys really that's the one thing they didn't care about and i think it's because i've had guy friends all my life mm-hmm. i've i i truly, I can count on my fingers how many girlfriends I have.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: But my guy friends are endless. And I think it's because since I was a kid, I just got along with the dudes better. Mm -hmm. And so when boys would come over, it wasn't anything weird. It wasn't a surprise. So I guess I kind of camouflaged it. So -hmm. if I did like a guy like, oh, yeah, it's my guy friend, fucking Jackson, like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I I would just like camouflage it. And I only ever had one real boyfriend in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, and my dad didn't really want to know. He didn't really care. He's mm-hmm. like, I don't care. I don't want to meet him. Don't introduce him to me as your boyfriend. I don't really give a shit because he knew it was just like a high school thing. It didn't genuinely matter. Right. Um, oh God, if he listens to this, I'd be mortified. <laughs> uh, but
2: I mean, but my it's mom- true. Like when you're in high school, like your relationship, like, yeah. relationships are so different. They're yeah. so different. My
1: and mom met him. It wasn't that big of a deal. We like slow danced at my sweet sixteen. My dad was there. Like it. It, it, it was never. Yeah. My first slow dance ever, actually. Oh my god! It was to the song "You Don't Know Me" by Michael Bublé.
2: Oh, I know,
1: so romantic.
2: That is very romantic. Very
1: sweet. (laughs) He was a very sweet guy. Um, so romantic. Who didn't matter? (laughs) Right. Who didn't matter at all?
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's. I had okay. So I had a long term boyfriend when I was in high school, like my senior year of high school to like college, and it now now that I'm I'm. Twenty nine. I now have to like start thinking about when people ask me how many like serious relationships I have. I'm like, I I even...
1: yeah, does that count anymore? I don't know. It counts. It counts. I mean, I still count him. Yeah. Um he was a very sweet guy, and I mean, I, I wish him a happy birthday like last month. You're nice. So kind of crazy, but yeah. like we're we're cool. But anyways, what were we talking about? Oh, my parents. <laughs> Um, yeah, they, yeah. they didn't really care that much. Cause I, they, I think they knew I was responsible when it came to that, even though I yeah. pretended I wasn't
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that it genuinely didn't matter. Like, yeah, I wasn't gonna go like get prego.
2: Right. You know what I right. mean?
1: Right. I, I was really, I was a good, I was a good girl when it came to that stuff. Yeah. Even if I pretended I wasn't.
2: You are too, um, ambitious and also like not paranoid, but like, I
1: think I'm too selfish
2: <laughs> in like a good way. That's that sounded possible. bad. No, but but I think I'm not- just
1: too selfish to like want a like serious relationship in high school, and then like
2: I mean, I guess like it is it is sort of selfishness because you put yourself first in that scenario. And you're like, I'm not f- having a fucking kid.
1: There's no way.
2: There's no way. I also think like in a lot of ways you're more responsible than you seem. Like you're one of the most responsible. Like f- everything about you sort of contradicts itself. Like none no, of it never No, for sure. I'm an me. enigma. You literally are. You're like so, so you're you're more responsible at your age than I was at your age, for sure.
1: Wow. I think it's because with my job comes responsibility. I can't miss deadlines. I don't want to like make my manager mad or upset. Like it's mm-hmm. not just me relying on it. It's other people. And I don't like getting other people upset. If it was just on me, I don't think I'd be as responsible.
2: Yeah. And I think you also have a good support system in Jake because like he really like, I feel like he his focus on creating content and stuff and having like, especially on YouTube is like so intense. He is so good
1: at his job. It's actually insanity.
2: It comes very naturally to him, I feel like. Like, he's so just, natural. He's I like, You no. say all
1: these things about me and I just, I can't see it because I think he is so good at his job mm-hmm. and I see the way he works that it makes me feel like I do nothing.
2: Yeah. When, I, yeah. when, you,
1: when you see me, I do work really yeah. hard. So yeah. when I see him, I'm like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I'm not doing shit. Like I got to get my ass up and work.
2: There was a time where he like flew to like Chicago or something for a video. Do you remember that? It was I mean, like
1: the last thing I remember is like a couple months ago, he flew to Canada for a day just <laughs> a day, just less than a day. He came home the same day that night for Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't have that kind of uh push. Yeah. Like, if I was going to Canada for a day for a video, I would stay a couple days, I would enjoy some Putin. What's it called? <laughs> <Poutine>. Putin, <laughs> Putin, Putin, I don't know.
2: Yeah, hell yeah, Poutine. Right. I get that. I would do the same. I would do the same. Yeah. I'd be like, fuck it. Let's make a vacation out of it.
1: That's what I did. Like, I, the other month, I went to North Carolina for like a video and I have a bunch of friends there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, I'm staying. Yeah. And then why I went not? back.
2: <laughs> like, why not? Because I, I, why not? Take advantage of it? I don't know. Hell yeah. As you should. Yeah. As you should. I'm um, trying to find the fun in my job. Yeah, I mean, I think I think what's like interesting too about having jobs like this is like at a certain point, you have to ask yourself, like you're taking something that's your hobby and something that you love and turning it into something that you have to do. Like at what point is it not fun anymore?
1: Yeah, I mean, sometimes
2: there's points where it's not fun. Yeah. Yeah, there it's are a lot. points. It's a lot yeah. when you when you make what you love your job. But so speaking of Jake, do you wanna tell the story of how you guys met?
1: Sure. If you guys want the more detailed version, it is on YouTube um, on his channel. It's like, How I met my girlfriend,
2: Cute. but basically
1: I was going to these parties and one day I came across this like huge one and my friend was like, yo, you want to go to this YouTuber party? And I was like, you had me at party. I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course I do. So it was like 10 o'clock at night and I go and he's like, well, we're not on the list, but I do know someone in there. Mm-hmm. And so the girl that was in there, her name is Alexis. She's actually a really sweet girl. We still keep in touch. She was like, oh, come in, whatever. And security was like, you're not on the list. And I was like, sorry. Like, they just let me in because I was a girl. Mm-hmm. And I met him at his own house. It was his house's party. It was him and his roommate's party. That's and I was like, whose house is this? And then someone pointed me and he had like pinkish purple hair. I'm like, oh, that guy's really cute. So I went up to him and I was like, hi. <laughs> like, I'm Tara. And he's like, and he, he saw me pouring a drink. He's like, are you even 21? I'm like, no, are you? And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I just walked away. Okay. <laughs> and that's how we met.
2: How old were you? I was 18. Okay.
1: And that's he was so 20.
2: Fancy. That is so funny. Are you 21? No. Are you? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, shut up. And and then you guys started, I feel like, dating like, really soon after that. Yeah. But you yeah. To... So
1: I you kept, kept going experience. to parties. Mm -hmm. I kept going to parties and I kept seeing him there like every party I went to. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I got to get the guy that I said hi to to like notice me. Mm -hmm. And it took him like three times to even remember who I was, which is like so rude. Um, (laughs) But I ended up going with my friend Steph to their house just to hang out for like a smaller kickback. And that's when apparently one of Jake's friends texted him and was like, yo, the girl that you thought was cute is downstairs. Mm-hmm. So clearly he did remember me and he came downstairs in like his pajamas and then we hung out. And then we went on a date like a week later, which was mm-hmm. our first date was the museum of death. And then we just ended up <laughs> dating and it was crazy. <laughs> like, like, and then we kept it a secret because I told him I didn't want, like, I mean, he wants to keep it a secret. Obviously I'm some rando girl, but I also didn't mm-hmm. want his followers to just see me as his girlfriend and to blow up that way. I wanted to do it on my own. So for the most part, We tried to keep our relationship a secret, and we just kind of tried to push me as myself for Mm -hmm. those few months until I think I hit 30K on Instagram is when we became public.
2: Wow. That's that's crazy. And for those who don't know, Jake is a YouTuber as well, and I can't remember how many followers he has on YouTube, but it's over a million. He has has almost two mil. Wow. That's crazy I think it's 1.6 you guys are a power couple that's so weird (laughs) thanks (laughs) yeah so it makes sense that you had to sort of like keep it on the DL so that his like his and his fan base is really intense yeah Um, they're awesome they're yeah, and they're like I feel like they really, really, really care. Like they really give a shit, and like that's amazing and so important. So you don't want to like take it. You have to be like so careful about what you share. And yeah, you I didn't want care. I didn't want to
1: step on anyone's toes. And obviously yeah. he had an ex too, so yeah. I was getting compared constantly. Mm-hmm. And I think honestly, the rumors of us dating was worse than actually coming out and saying we were dating. Like that really? was like the stressful part. Yeah, because like one time it was in like another person's video. They saw him like. They saw me like lean on him and they were like this is not what friends do and in my head now i'm like yeah it is like i lean on my guy friends all the time right but i guess they were right
2: yeah yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah.
2: and that was three years ago three and a half almost
1: yeah almost four february will be four years
2: that's so crazy see you were saying that high school relationships don't last that long but like that was fresh out of high school mm. four years i was
1: almost 19.
2: Okay. All right. So yeah. you have a year, a year out from high school maybe? Yeah. Almost a year out of high school. Yeah. yeah. I was like almost done with my first year of college.
1: That's so wild. I know. It's so weird. I was like still – while we were dating, I was still going to class. Like I was still sitting in a classroom. Like I remember hanging out with him after school. Yeah. I'd like drive all the way from Santa Monica to – he lived in NoHo, North Hollywood at the time. And I would drive all the way. And that was like an hour with yeah. traffic around 3, 4 p.m. And it was, like, miserable. I would do that drive every day. Yeah. It was, like, crazy.
2: Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. That's dedication.
1: Especially my car was, like, running on nothing. It was, like, my high school car. It was old.
2: Mm. But, now like, you have, I did it. Now you have your cute pink car.
1: Yeah, my pink mini.
2: Your pink mini. Um, so was it challenging to date somebody who – or is it still challenging to date somebody who, like, works in the same – space as you? Like John and I have conversations about this all the time because it's something that like we've had to like learn and create boundaries around. Did you guys have to do like a similar thing?
1: I think it was more fun in the beginning Mm -hmm. and we got to film together and it was really fun. I think like I think I have a video actually where they're like, what's your favorite thing to do with Jake? And I said, I think filming is my favorite thing to do with Jake Mm -hmm. because it was something that no other couple got to do. It was like, this is our job and we get to do it together. Like how fucking fun. Right. But I think three and a half, four years in, that becomes kind of routine and it becomes kind of like, okay, well, this is our job. Let's get it over with. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think, and I, I think I told this on the internet before, where I think we don't fight as a couple when it comes to our relationship. The only thing we've ever fought about is work stuff. Yeah. So. Like, it's like thumbnails or like, he'll be like, oh, your thumbnail could have been better. And I could be like, oh, <laughs> did you even watch my video? <laughs> like, You know what I mean? Yeah. So
2: yeah. I think,
1: I think it's like a good and bad thing. I definitely, it's, it's like a 50, 50 for me right now. It's like, it's so special that we get to work together and it's so fun at times, but also it's like, it creates problems like, yeah, because he has been doing it longer than me and I will get offended. I'll be like, oh, like I've been doing it three years too. I'm not, I'm not new at it anymore. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I know he's better at it than I am. Like, he genuinely is so talented when it comes to those things that I sometimes just have to shut up and listen. But my pride won't let me. Yeah. So so it's like definitely a win. It's like lose, you win some, you lose some situation where it's good and bad.
2: Yeah. You know, every, yeah. it's
1: just like everything in life. It has its ups and downs
2: totally totally do you feel like when you have conversations with him like do you ever have to be like i don't want to talk about content
1: yes yes oh my god like every day like yeah. i feel like there are times where i'm just like can we not talk about filming
2: yeah or or i'll be like i'll be like
1: let's not talk about that right now just because it'll yeah. stress me out it'll make me upset you know what mm-hmm. i mean um sometimes it's fun though sometimes it's like oh wow that video did really good let's talk about it and talk about it and like why did it do good like why did everyone like this one you know mm-hmm. and that's when it gets interesting But, yeah, sometimes, like, I just don't want to talk about it. Like, I'm just, like, it'll upset me or it'll stress me out or it'll make me think I'm doing something wrong. So I will just be, like, let's talk about, like, what are our friends up to? Like, let's gossip because, like, I can't. Let's gossip. Let's (laughs) gossip. Let's talk about anything but work because, honestly, like, I love my job so dearly and so much that it is my life. So Mm -hmm. sometimes it's fun to just be, like, let's talk about something else.
2: Yeah, I yeah. totally get that. I totally understand. And when you're doing stuff in social media too, like the, it's not like a nine to five where you work your job and then you leave it and no one else, like if you email someone at 8 p.m. and you work a corporate job, no one's going to answer you anyway. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's not like that when you work yeah. in social media. It's like I saw, I saw someone say, I think it was like on TikTok or something, like I didn't want to work a nine to five anymore. So I started my own business and now I work 24 <laughs> seven.
1: Yeah. That's literally it. (laughs) I I remember I was in this video with my friend David where the question was, it was like, it was like asking like 10 YouTubers the same questions. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And so the question was, do you think a nine to five is harder than a YouTuber's job Mm
0: -hmm. or an influencer?
1: And I was somewhere in the middle because people who work nine to fives, it's so hard. It's so hard. You don't get the flexibility of doing what you want all the time. You know, you don't, you don't get the flexibility like i'm so grateful it's like such a privilege you don't get that privilege to like travel whenever you'd like or stay home with your dog or mm-hmm. you know a hundred things but but you have to be self-sufficient as an influencer or youtuber or something in social media because if you don't you're fucked. you're not yep. gonna fucked make anything that month you brand deals some people think that like you just do a brand deal and like a hundred thousand dollars comes in No, you have to wait like 90 days or 60 days. Yeah. It's not, it's not like a two week thing. It's like the pay is different. It's, it's very different. And I think that's where people are mistaken. Like as privileged as I am and how, how lucky I am. I think sometimes it's hard for people to see the bad that comes with the good.
2: Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, it's just like any other like entrepreneurial role. Like it's it's yeah. it's running a business. That's what it is. And your business is just content. And the other thing that's funny about brand deals that I think like sometimes people forget is that's freelance income. So forty percent of that goes to taxes, almost like a exactly. crazy percentage of it goes to taxes. And there's like so when you work a when you work a corporate job or like a nine to five, your responsibility you have so much responsibility in your role because you're reporting to somebody and like they will chew your ass out if you're not doing what you're what you should be. When you work for yourself, and you decide you're not going to do whatever it is that you should do. The only person you're hurting is yourself. And like, yeah, there's no safety net. (laughs) It's
1: almost worse. Yeah,
2: that is it.
1: (laughs) So that's why I was kind of in the middle of where it's like, yeah, nine to five, you get hounded. Like, let's say you work at a coffee shop. Like I worked at a coffee shop, you get like treated like shit. Yeah, you get like mean comments to your face but mm-hmm. I get mean comments online, right? I have access to looking up mean things about myself 24 seven. Correct. So it's like, you have to have thick skin. Like it's like, it's like definitely like a,
2: it's not, a. Job it's whatever you prefer.
1: It's whatever you prefer. If you prefer Legit. getting dealing with all that shit, but also getting the flexibility and the privilege of doing whatever you'd like to do with your life, which mm-hmm. I am so lucky to have, like, I will never forget that or never take it for granted. Or it could be a lot easier and you could have you could be able to turn off your work life
2: mm-hmm. at five. Yep.
1: And go do your thing. And, but you do have to deal with other things like the flexibility of not being able to do something during the day or, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah, totally, totally. It's literally like, like both of those roles are just not meant for everybody. Like I firmly believe that you are not meant for a nine to five.
1: (laughs) No, I'm not. not I would probably die. I I would, (laughs) I would like combust.
2: You would, I think you would combust for sure. It's really commendable that you've you've like figured out a schedule that works for you and you also like date somebody who works in the same field because like like I said John and I have like we've had to have conversations of like boundaries where I'm like I don't want to talk about this all the time and we also have only been together for like seven-ish months something like that I don't know and like there are moments where I'm like I feel like we stop learning about each other because all we're doing is just talking about fucking content (laughs) like I just cannot it's like After a while, it's like, would you want to sit down with somebody and talk about fucking spreadsheets and like billing or whatever? Right, like if it was a real job. What is like the best date that you and Jake ever went on? Oh my God. I mean, the first date is like very iconic and very you guys. Yeah, Museum of Death. That was a really fun date. I love that.
1: I don't know. We do fun things all the time. So it's kind of hard to pinpoint one thing we've done. Mm -hmm. I really liked our New Orleans trip we went on.
2: Yeah,
1: Um, we also we did the Museum of Death there too, Mm -hmm. so that was a really fun date. I would say that whole day, just like in New Orleans, like alligator watching, like on the bayou, that was fun. And I got to have a po' boy for the first time. How was it? Amazing. I'm like addicted to them.
2: Really? Is it our shrimp po' boys? -boys. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's It's like like a shrimp
1: sandwich. It's like a shrimp sandwich, and I don't eat meat, so like seafood. They have seafood everywhere there,
2: right? God, yum.
1: Yeah, so I love New Orleans. Going to New Orleans with them was fun.
2: I don't know if you guys go on dates as much as you have. Like you have the same group of friends for the most part. Yeah,
1: yeah, we kind of just do things. I went on a date last night. We went ice skating. That was fun. I got to watch children fall.
2: I saw your story. It was
1: hilarious. So funny. It was hilarious, especially because they got up and they were fine. Like they weren't crying or anything. Yeah,
2: of course. Of course. So it was really funny. Are you and Jake good at ice skating?
1: I'm really good at ice skating. How's Drake? He's he's okay. Like I would say, he's good. Like he's not bad. Like he had he didn't fall.
2: Okay. 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 But I'm like
1: really good. I can feel like skate backwards. Damn. I know. Uh, I know.
2: Yeah. That's cool. That's really fun. Where did you go ice skating?
1: Uh, There is this ice skating rink in where I live, Mm -hmm. and it's been there every winter since I was like in third grade. So I used to go every winter. That's so cute. I know. So it's like a lot of memories. Are there like you know you'd go with like your friends to the Mm -hmm. ice skating rink to like meet boys. So, like, it finally reopened after like two years because of COVID, three years. Yeah. And so I'm like, we have to go because I don't, I've never been ice skating with Jake. We've been, one of our first dates was actually rollerblading. Cute. But, but like, never ice skating. So I was like, we have to go ice skating. Like, I love ice skating. I'm really good at it. And like, I yeah. like things I'm good at.
2: Yeah. That makes sense. I, it's so funny that you also had like an ice skating, um, like, that's where you meet the boys situation. Did I ever tell you that that was like a huge thing when I was in like, Eight, from like eighth grade through high school, like ice skating was like the spot. Oh, yeah. I
1: mean, you were in New York,
2: but it was like there was a rink that was Same. indoor. Yeah, oh, and, not mine, wasn't indoor. Okay, ours is indoor, and it was like that's where like me and all of the like emo and scene kids would hang out when we weren't allowed to loiter at the mall anymore. Mall,
1: yeah, <laughs> when the mall, when the mall rats,
2: yeah. Had to take a break yeah it's
1: perfect because you get to like it's an excuse to like hold someone's hand
2: yes exactly and it's cold so you can like get like cozy exactly like one of the first boyfriends i ever had shout out joe caldwell if you ever listen to this i was like ice skating around and i had i would wear red nail polish every single day like like my entire thing it was my thing and so i was like ice skating with my friend allegra who's the girl who i you guys are like literally different alternate alternate universe versions of each other. Yeah. And we were like, we were ice skating together. And he was like a mutual friend of hers. And so at some point, he was like, girl with the red nail polish. What's up? And that's how we like started dating. But we dated for like a couple of days. And then I, I was like talking to my mom. And I was like, he keeps calling me like, why does he want to talk to me all the time? And she was like, because you're because you're dating. And I was like, no, I you just- were over it. I was, I was like over it before it even started, but it started at the ice rink.
1: Wow, one of my relationships ended at an ice rink.
2: Damn. Yeah, star- my first ends. my
1: first kiss ever in seventh grade, we ended up dating for a couple months and he went to a different school. Mm-hmm. And I remember on Valentine's Day, I was like, let's meet at the ice rink. Mm-hmm. And, and he kept maybe making excuses like, oh, I can't like my mom, I have to like watch my little brother or like a bunch of random shit. And I was like, and he never showed up. And I was just sitting there, I, there at the ice rink like, Oh. fucking twitching. And the next day, I remember, <laughs> I remember I went to school, I opened my locker, I grabbed the photo of us that was in my locker. I ripped it into shreds and everyone was like, okay, so they broke up.
2: The drama. Oh,
1: I'm so dramatic.
2: <laughs> Did you communicate to him that you were broken up or was it like? Yeah, I said, I said, you don't want to show
1: up. We're done. Good like that's so you. fucked. Like I don't put up with that. I didn't put up with it at 12. I don't put up with it. At 12. <laughs>
2: Have you had any like particularly bad dates that stick out to you?
1: Yes, and I think I've told the story before and I don't remember it that well, but I'm gonna make it really short because I actually, like, not that I still talk to this person, but like, I feel like he's around because he is like a friend of a friend. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But in high school, there was this guy, let's call him Elvis. Okay. Okay, Elvis was in this art class that I TA'd for. Mm And I think it was a date. I mean, I'm almost positive it was a date. Mm-hmm. And he had asked me to go and he was like, let's go see a movie. And I was like, okay, like I'm down. And we had like almost zero in common, but he was really okay. cute. And like, he was just like very smart and he didn't have much social media and like You know what I mean? Like that kind of guy, very into like old records. That's what Mm -hmm. I remember him specifically. I don't know why. He actually dated a really good friend of my friend and I think they're still dating and I'm sure they're very happy. Like he's a very nice guy. I wanna like preface Mm -hmm. that, but -hmm. I just think we had nothing in common. So he was very cute too in the face. So I was like super down and he was like, let's go to a movie. And I was like, okay. And so he texted me. (laughs) Yeah, he had texted me and he was like, Hey, like movie on Friday or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, sure. And the night before he's like, okay, so like I got us tickets and I was like, shit. And I, I first like I got cold feet so I was like trying to make excuses not to go I was like oh I have a family dinner he's like oh I already bought us tickets mm-hmm. and I was like that already pissed me off because why? I was like I, see that sounds bad like why should that piss you off when someone buys you tickets to a movie when you said you would go I yeah. think it's because the plans were very tentative
2: I see and
1: okay. I wanted to bail on it
2: mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, what movie are we even watching? Mm-hmm. And that's where the date got kind of bad. So I get to the movie theater, and he's there. And like, it's a very awkward side hug. And he's like, Oh, you're the tickets to the movie. And it was and I don't know if you've seen this movie or not. It was call me by your name.
2: I have not but I've heard about it. Isn't it it's like a Timothy Chalamet? Sad?
1: Yeah, it's pretty sad. It's a Timothy Chalamet movie where he falls in love with a guy who's much older than him. And when you're 17 and a senior in high school, I don't think on a date where you don't know the guy, I had the maturity level to go watch this movie because yeah. I'm sitting at the movie theater and it was a very, like, beautiful, tragic, romantic movie, which is fine, but it was also softcore porn.
2: Oh, God. Like,
1: we were sitting in this movie theater. This is why the date was bad. I didn't know anything about this guy. We hadn't had, like, one thing to talk about. I'm sitting there biting my nose. It's like a three hour movie of, like, this guy grabbing a peach and. Uh, I forgot
2: it. about that, that, that and was I'm sitting there thing.
1: like shaking biting my nails next to the sky and I'm like oh my god this is so humiliating I'm like like smiling like what do you even say it's like you're sitting next to a practical stranger you have nothing in common at 17 right senior right. year watching softcore porn on a big screen with like adults around I wanted to die I was <laughs> yeah, like this is bad. So embarrassing like this is why this movie's really dark yeah
2: like yeah.
1: I was like i was just like, i guess i got like secondhand embarrassment like from like the sexual acts yeah. so i was just like i was just like sitting there like sh- like rocking back and forth being like this is so humiliating and i kept trying to get out of it and i'm like tara like you have to see him in class on monday like you ta right. for his first period art class like you can't leave so i kept going to the bathroom just so i could like get breaks from the movie yeah and
2: I the movie the was thing.
1: over the movie was over we hadn't had one thing to talk about three hours later i just was like okay so like now what like, do we kiss goodbye? Like, like what happens at the end of a movie where you have nothing in common with someone? It's right. so awkward. He asked me to take him to his friend's house.
2: Shut the fuck up.
1: He was like, hey, like I didn't drive. Like, could you this drive me great. to my friend's could house? could you give me a ride? And I was like, sure. Like, it really can't get worse. Like, I'm sure his experience was terrible too. And I was like, sure. And I just drove him and dropped him off at his friend's house. And I was like, well, oh, that was fucking terrible. Like, that wow. was literally the most stupid day of my life. <laughs> and so he ended up I'm looking at the yearbook right now he ended up writing in my yearbook, like dear Tara have an amazing summer, you're gonna be successful in your future or whatever. I'm so sorry I took you to sophomore porn.
2: Oh my god. That's so we ended hilarious. on fine terms.
1: But like, it was just like, I think we both were just like, we are not. Yeah, aside from physical attraction, where I thought he was cute. And I, I'm sure he thought it was cute if he asked me, right? Mm-hmm. Zero in common.
2: Yeah. That's like if I were to so say awkward. if I were to say
1: I love black, he'd say I love white. Right. if i were to say like i like long he would say i like short
2: like it right. was like polar opposite
1: polar opposite zero in common
2: i can't believe of all the movies that's the one that you went to go see that fucking sucks <laughs>
1: i don't even want to get into detail about how bad the date was because i don't want to like be mean like it was yeah. just like so it felt like i was in a never-ending movie where i just oh, God. had to sit there i felt like i was in purgatory
2: did he? Try- <laughs> Did he try to like hold your hand? or no. anything? Oh, my no, God, that's even worse. Yeah, that's even worse. I went on like, I remember when you're in a high school because you can't really do that much. Like what dates do you really have that are available to you? I went on like a lot of movie dates. And I always thought it was funny because you can't talk to each other. So like, you just it's for it's for kissing and holding hands. It's for kissing and holding hands. Movies yeah. are 100% for kissing and holding hands. And I had some pretty cute kissing and holding hand movies. Like I don't think I actually like watched the Avatar movie, but I like went to go see it because there was like just kissing and holding hands.
1: Oh my god, wait, I have a really funny story about that actually. Please in seventh grade, my friend, she was dating this guy. And they hadn't like kissed yet. Mm -hmm. And we went on like a group date, like they went on a date and like, we just went with them. Because they were like dating and it was like a huge deal. And it was Mm -hmm. Les Mis, we went to go see Les Mis. Oh, boy. The movie started. And we look over and they're making out. And it's like, a, that's a three hour movie yeah. of a musical. And yeah. we're sitting there and us seventh graders were so nosy and interested. We just watched them make out for three hours.
2: Oh my We were my like this.
1: Me and I think just my best friend, Chloe taking notes. was there. And I think mm-hmm. we still talk about it to this day. That's I don't incredible. Know if she was there, if she heard about it, but I remember being like, they were making out. They were like my first make out I saw in person. I was like, Were you like, like, y'all like- see this? Should-? Like, I literally wasn't watching the movie. I love that movie. It's amazing. Yeah. But I can't think of that the movie Lame Is without thinking about
2: them Before making, making up the out. whole time. That's it's like also a really incredibly depressing movie to just be like, absolutely. I dreamed
1: consistent. a dream in time gone
2: by. <laughs> <laughs> My life was life and life worth, worth living. living. <laughs> I dreamed that love, love, would love would never, would never die.
0: die. <laughs>
1: God would be forgiving. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> just like, are you swapping spit right now? Anne Hathaway <laughs> is chopping her hair off because she needs to sell it for money and selling Hath- her teeth. Anne Hathaway is bald. <laughs> yeah. Anne Hathaway is pulling teeth out to make ends meet, and you're making out.
2: Oh my God. Anne that Hathaway
1: means- is prostituting herself away.
2: Literally. And you're just making out like nothing is wrong. And I was watching. I was like, you're like, this is, yeah, I, I would watch that too. I would probably be like, this is horrifically sad. What are they doing? Uh yes, the tongue, the tongue is out. It was crazy. That's so funny. It was funny. crazy. That might be in like the top 10 worst movies to make out during. I I think it's Call Me By Your Name. <laughs> Call Me By Your Name. <laughs> I loved the movie, but like I refuse to rewatch it. That, I yeah, I would, I would understand that you would refuse to watch I it. I think it's tainted for me. You're traumatized a little bit and that's okay um i i actually have not seen it because i heard it was very sad and i'm not great at watching movies that are very sad because i will cry at like anything
1: it was sad but it wasn't like
2: yeah it was like whatever okay you'll make it, it through i know he fucks the peach
1: he does and that's what was traumatizing to me
2: that's so awkward it feels like the equivalent of like watching a movie that had a sex scene in it that you didn't know had a sex scene with it with, with your parents parents. Yes. It's the that's same what it felt vibe.
1: Like. And we were like the youngest people in that theater too. So it just <sighs> felt like everyone was like staring at us. Yeah. That's... Oh, and then at one point, like someone farted, like I know someone farted because it like smelled <laughs> and it was just like, I don't know. It just like felt really like It felt surreal. I, yeah. I, but if listen, if that's the worst date I've been on, then I haven't been on that many bad dates.
2: Yeah. That's not that bad. No. Um, I had I had one particularly bad date where uh I I think I told you this where the guy was like sobbing about his like dead pet rabbit and like yes Okay there was that one that one was pretty bad um I'm also like, I went to high school with him and like, we definitely have like mutuals and stuff. I'm waiting for the day that like, he reaches out to me and he's like, gonna be like, can you fucking stop, stop telling oh, that story? I have one.
1: I have, I have, I have my worst date story actually. Oh God, tell
2: me. Worst like call me by your name?
1: Yeah, I think okay. I told you it. I'm not gonna go in too into detail because I still talk to this person. I'm still cool okay. with him. I think we're cool. Um, I went <laughs> okay. to. I went to prom with someone oh. who, who went to like Palisades High School, mm-hmm. like Beverly Hills area.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And he had taken me and I had I had taken a, a calming down pill that day, because I had gone through something traumatic in my life that morning. Mm-hmm. So I was on this anxiety medication. I'm not gonna like name it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like allowed to be taking it. It wasn't like recreational. Yeah. Um And I had forgotten that I had taken it that day. And of course it's after prom, you're gonna drink. Yeah. And I drank (laughs) and it ended up being a really, really bad prom date to this guy, to the point where after the prom, I don't even wanna get into it. Alyssa already knows all the bad details. it was bad. It was bad. It was really bad to the point where after the date, he told me that I was only good for clout and photos. And we like got in like a huge fight to the point where like a year later, I ended up visiting him at his college and it wasn't to visit him. I had seen him there because my friend went to college there and I was visiting my friend and mm-hmm. we still had grudges against each other. Like we were so angry at each other that we were just like, I'm like, to this day, I will bring it up. I'm like, yeah, was I only going for photos and clout? Because like, he right. just pissed me off. But then I was like, <laughs> I was a really bad prom date, but it wasn't my fault because right. I forgot. And- when I tell you guys like I don't want to say this publicly because it will make me seem like the craziest human to ever live like maybe I will one day publicly tell the story. Yeah, Like, let's say there was a party bus involved. And like, it was bad. It was bad. I was just being kind of a dickhead.
2: But you also like you're a really responsible and also like careful person. So for something like that to happen, like something had to have gone seriously wrong. <laughs> like Yeah, you know? like taking
1: med- taking anxiety meds and then accidentally drinking later.
2: Yeah, just like not thinking about it. And even like the time from like the earlier in the day when you took it to like later, I don't know if it would have flagged with me. Like I wouldn't, it, it was like such a big difference in time. I don't think I would have thought of it either. I would have been I like, took oh, the, I sorry. took
1: the medication before I started my prom makeup. Yeah, I had started drinking it after prom, so it had been like six, seven hours. Right. but it still was in my system. I guess to the point where it got me. I don't remember the night.
0: Oh I ended up coming God. home at like four
1: in the morning. My parents were furious at me. This yeah. date was furious at me. I yeah. don't remember. I literally do not remember. Like he had told me everything I did. I That's- I was I was in shock. I don't even want to get into it.
2: Was that your prom or was that his? No, prom?
1: no, it was his prom.
2: Okay. And he
1: like took me, like he didn't have to, like we weren't dating or anything. We were just like talking and I didn't take him to mine. Like it was just like this poor guy, like as angry as I still am. Adam, I'm so sorry. This is my
2: public <laughs> apology to you. We're cool, we're friends, right? It literally was an accident, and it's like very unlike you. I made a whoopsie Adam. I I made a big oopsie poopsie. What I made you an doing? oopsie poopsie. I actually have two questions for you. I ask everyone on the show like about dating advice, but I actually have a question for you about like style advice because for anyone who's listening to this and doesn't know who Tara is, like, go to her Instagram and tell me that she isn't like one of the best dressed b- bitches you've ever seen. In I'm your literally life. wearing.
1: Wait, wait, pause. I'm literally wearing a cut off <laughs> Elvis shirt and sweatpants.
2: Right yeah, now. well, yeah, but you know what? This is a, you're not like going out like that, and that's actually probably cuter than anything that I wear when I'm just like lounging around the house. Thanks. But when you like, do you have any pieces of advice for people who want to like dress cooler? This is a yeah. question for me, essentially.
1: Oh, okay. Um I say get pieces that you could do multiple things with. Like have your like like have a black turtleneck in your closet, have a black mm-hmm. tank top. And also, I don't think that you should necessarily dress to what's trendy. I think you should dress to what makes you feel like you. You can keep up like I still keep up with trends. I still try to like be a trendy bitch, but also I'm not going to change my style for something that's trendy. Let's say like mm-hmm. Let's say like a really girly piece of jewelry is trendy. I'm not going to go ahead and change my whole style because I want to wear this piece of jewelry. I will try to make that jewelry more my style. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So that's kind of like how I like to look at it. Like have your basic pieces. Don't, you don't have to follow trends. Like if you don't want to, if anything, I mean, trends fluctuate so much. Try and be a trendsetter. Like, or something I learned, dress for what makes you feel good. So like for me, high-waisted doesn't look good on me. Yeah. It doesn't. And I didn't realize that until low-waisted kind of like slowly crept back into style. Low-waisted looks so much better on my body. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like you look better in low-waisted or you look better in high-waisted, wear that. Because yeah. at the end of the day, people are going to look at you and they're going to be like, this girl like looks awesome, and it's cuz she walks around like she's awesome, not because her outfit's cool. It's because if you feel good in something, it'll show. You know what I mean? A hundred like, There's days where I'll go out and I will feel like shit about the way I look and I will be so insecure the whole day. But there's days where I like, maybe I'm having a bad face day, but if I my outfit's cool, I feel like, I feel like shit. Yeah. That makes so that's sense. That's my advice. My uh, Another piece of advice I have is Pinterest. Oh, really? You're a like, Pinterest girly? I am. It's, well, I wouldn't say I'm a Pinterest girly. I feel like that <laughs> just made me not want to be a Pinterest girly myself. <laughs> but yes i like can't imagine like pinterest feels very like, millennial yeah it does so i have a couple different like i mean they're they're private i don't really like publicly do it but like i have one called style inspo right and it's just like
0: little oh. pieces that one
1: day i might want like statement pieces like outfit ideas cute yeah so i do i do i am oh there's paris paris hilton in her like goth
2: obsessed. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. That's, very that's good my advice. best advice. That's very good advice. Yeah. You're let it, letting out the secret that you are a Pinterest girly. That's a big deal. Yeah. 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 I appreciate that. Um, okay. So what is some relationship advice that you really love? Is there anything that sticks out to you? Honesty? Mm. Yeah. Yeah
1: say more about that (laughs) honesty i mean if you if you're just open with communication with that person from the beginning then there's nothing to hide and they know every little thing about you and if they don't love you for you then they're not worth loving that's my opinion i agree like an example a great example something that i think my favorite thing is about jake as a Mm -hmm. human and as my boyfriend is that when i met him all my life i've been a flirt that's mm-hmm. just who I am. I'm never changing who I am. It's just my personality. I'm not purposely trying to get someone to like like me by flirting with them. A lot of people would even consider flirting with someone cheating. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's their boundaries and that's fine. But for me, I will flirt with a wall. Like it does not matter <laughs> who you are. I will flirt with the cashier. Like it's not me flirting. It's just me being who I am and just the way I joke around. Mm-hmm. And he met me like that. And so when you meet someone and you love them for who they are, do not change them yeah why would you change them because they're not that person anymore right and so jake just giggles and laughs along and knows that's just who i am and i think that's my favorite thing about him and like i said like i think my best advice is like honesty and like don't love don't like it's not worth loving someone if they don't love you for who you are like don't change who you are for someone
2: yeah that's great advice. that's my best advice i think that's great advice and like very indicative of the relationship that you two have because i know like even like within our relationship and talking about your relationship, you always prioritize the like, honesty aspect of it. But you guys really prioritize honesty. And I think it's what's made the like trust within your relationship be so strong, like you guys have some of like the most like secure relationship I've ever seen. Like, yeah, you guys just trust each other a lot. And I genuinely think it's because you've always been honest. Yeah, I agree. You've always just, like, found a way, and that's really special, and especially, like, being young and going through, like, crazy changes in both of your careers, like, from the time you met to now, having that, like, honesty and, like, opening up lines of communication, especially when, like, like, that communication I know, like, sort of anecdotally, it gets – not always easy to have that type of communication between the two of you, but you push for it anyway. And that's like so admirable.
1: Yeah. Especially cause like, you know, like I said, like I've always had more guy friends and girlfriends and I feel like that is something that could easily turn someone off of like off to me. You know what I mean? Like someone like a guy could, like, that could be interested in me might not be interested in me anymore because some people just aren't secure enough for that or they're just not cool with it. Mm -hmm. And that's on them. And I've never had that problem because I'm honest, I'm like, dude, this is a friend. Like this is.
2: Right. And I've I've also like been around you enough to see the way that you act around your guy friends. And like, there are definitely moments where like, like you are, I guess, flirty in your personality, but it's always like so clear that you're not interested and you strike this like amazing balance between the two. (laughs) It's like actually kind of incredible.
1: Thank you. I try to be funny. And I think, um, I think like being a girl who jokes around is a lot harder because let's say I say like some kind of like sexual funny remark that a guy would be like, oh my dick, like as a funny joke. But if I were to be like, if I were to say that, or like, if I were to be like, yeah, these nuts or like, you (laughs) know what I mean? It's like a double take,
2: yeah, um, yeah. which
1: I don't like, but you know, it's common that people don't expect girls to be as outspoken,
2: I guess. One of my favorite things you've ever said was, it was sexy to meet you.
1: <laughs> Who did
2: I say that to? <laughs> to Andrew.
1: <laughs> oh, your cousin. Yes.
2: That was okay.
1: to hysterical. To me, I think, I, I think to me, to say it's sexy to meet you, it's like sexy's a good thing. It's hot, yeah. it's fun. <laughs> it was good to meet him. I said, it's sexy to meet you.
2: It was it's hilarious, hilarious, It's
1: hilarious. And it doesn't mean anything. And it that's what mean- I like about my jokes. It's sexy to meet you. I should use that more often.
2: You should like I love I love It's sexy to meet you. I think that we need to like make that a thing.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna make it a thing. It's sexy right. to meet you. I guess maybe I won't do it in a professional setting. Maybe. I would
2: I would die if you were like, what at- if I was
1: like, in like a zoom meeting? And I was like, it was so sexy to meet you. <laughs>
2: I think that's a great idea. It's a great bit. They
1: would not think it's a bit. They'd be like, this girl's off her rails.
2: But if they know you enough. People don't know me. But if they want to be in business with you, they better.
1: Right. It's sexy to meet you. It's sexy to meet you. All
2: right, well, it has been sexy to have this chat with you. So sexy. And I'm excited to like catch up Um, after off this. Yeah. Off, off camera. And I love you so much. You are like my I love you too. My sister, my blood forever guys. If you love
1: Alyssa and if you're talking <laughs> to me or hearing me talk, I'm going on tour and Alyssa and John will be special guests at my Brooklyn show
2: Woohoo! on
1: March 4th.
2: Yeah. In Brooklyn. I'm so excited.
1: Yeah. So get your tickets, every ticket you get, you can meet me and I'm sure Alyssa will be there too
2: hell yeah it's
1: gonna be awesome come see alyssa be a special guest on my
2: yes and if you love tara and you're not in new york there she has a ton of other tour dates all over the us and you can i do i do come see me and special guests you have special guests like yes i do
1: i do the two announced are jake my boyfriend and jc kalen it's
2: so cool yeah you must be so excited
1: i am so excited can't wait
2: (laughs) 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 plug all of your all of your things you have the tour coming up your socials what else yeah
1: my tour coming up you can find tickets at x1entertainment.com tarayummy all my socials are Yummy, t-a-r-a-y-u-m-m-y except for instagram it's two m's and two y's
2: love it well again thank you for coming on here
1: thank you it for was, having me miss alyssa
2: it was sexy to have you it was sexy to talk to you <laughs> love you love you too oh, cute. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. As a reminder, we are always accepting questions about sex ed, about relationships, life advice. We will accept it all. We would love to hear from you, so send us an email to it All Pod at gvail.com.